Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is LaCharles. Thank you for joining us this morning. Before we begin, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you that you have given us everything everything that we need in our lives, Lord, and that you have already provided for us, Lord, before we even knew we need to be provided for, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your goodness and your mercies that you show to us at all times, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we have the same opportunities, Lord, to show and demonstrate your love to others around us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're excited to have you with us as we continue to dive into the Word and in our study in the book of Ephesians. We are, again, continuing our discussion in chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. So if you're just joining us or if you're rejoining us, I'd like to welcome you, but also encourage you to pause the episode at this time and either read or reread that section of scripture. That's Ephesians 3, 1 through 13, just in order to make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And at this time, the floor is open for each of you to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, promise. I would like to draw our attention to verse 9 where it says, And to make all see what's the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Christ Jesus. I would like to draw most of our attention to the um, word fellowship and how that the when the Lord reveals mysteries to us, it's not to separate us into different groups and make one seem more important than the others to bring us all together into one common goal in bringing the Lord's will on earth. And one way for us to understand that is not going, not only receiving mysteries for, for our own knowledge, but also receiving them while it is important for us to, for our own knowledge to receive mysteries, we should also not be, as we talked about in the previous episode, gloating about and saying that because we got these certain mysteries that we're better than who are we deem less lesser than us and it's it's particularly important for us to understand this because in the end if we don't correct this view fully will always end up driving the body of christ apart and we know that a body if a body is dismembered it can't work correctly and if it's just jointed from the head which would be the Lord, then it's not going to work at all. Mm-hmm. And so let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Mm-hmm. There's some key information here. Um, it opens the scriptures by talking about all the things that we're taught to do and that are gifts of the Lord to help us minister in the earth. And, and it says, even though I have all these things, if I don't have the God kind of love, I'm nothing and my time is being wasted. My efforts are nothing. So 
verse four starts with saying, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. So, and then uh, verse 13 says, And now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And he's, of course, talking about the God kind of love, not natural, natural human affections, um, which are limited and have an expiration date. He's talking about the God kind of love, which is also the distinguishing factor that we would be known by our love one for one for another. How if we love the Lord our God and keep his commandments and love our neighbor as ourselves in each of those cases, he's talking about walking in the God kind of love. So as the Lord shares with us his word, naturally, he's not going to violate his own standard of what love is. Naturally, he's not giving it for an opportunity to boast. Naturally, he's not giving it for an opportunity to parade ourselves. Naturally, he's not giving it for disruption or um, behaving rudely or um, lording it over anyone else, but it's for the betterment of his body. And he loves to deal with the individual. And as he deals with the individual, he deals with the collective. Because once he gets me in line, and then you in line, and then you in line, and then him over there in line, and right, and so on and so forth, then we will be walking harmoniously in our place as we yield and submit to the Lord our God in obedience from love and also bestow that love to our neighbors. So as we, as we read, it's always important as we study the word of God and examine what he's saying here, that we always keep in mind that he will never contradict himself. He does not contradict his character and his nature because that would make him a liar. And he is not a liar. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, yes. amen. And now as he has ordained time frames for things to come forth. For example, Jesus is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, yet he did not get on the cross until the appointed time had fully come. He did not come into the earth until the appointed time for his birth had fully come. So God has all also in his great wisdom, knowledge and understanding, and his great mercy and love for us, ordained a pre-appointed time that things should happen. And he is working according to that time clock. His time clock is not stopping because we are disconnected from it. It'll keep on going, but we miss out on partaking in it. So just to clarify, you know, understanding on that. But though he has relayed or saved these mysteries, if you will, for an appointed time, it's all to bring us to more understanding of who he is, greater fellowship in our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, the fullness of the Godhead and with each other. And God will do, if there's any separating that needs to be done as far as sheeps and goats, he'll be the one doing it, not us shoving people out, calling them a goat and asking God to punish them for being so. Right? Yes. Amen. Promise. Go ahead, sweetheart. Mommy, you touched briefly on about how that we shouldn't be using the knowledge to lord over others and 
the Lord's also reminding me that the knowledge that it should all go to the Lord and that it should be for his betterment in that his uh, glory, our betterment, his glory. Amen. And um, mommy constantly talk about how that if we're sinning and not walking inside the love of the Lord, that it becomes a stench to the Lord and we should be looking inside of that light. We shouldn't be going, well, Lord, you can tolerate for a little bit longer so I can get what I want to do out of this and give for all it's worth and trying to cherry pick things. But we should be constantly looking at whether or not it will please be pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you see where it talks about, um, mommy, you referenced the first four, first three scriptures, verses, I mean, of 1 Corinthians 13, and the Lord brought me to 1 John 4, 6, which talks about how God is love, mm-hmm. and how that's the reason why it doesn't um, bear us any fruit if we have all these mysteries, but we don't love um, our brother. Mm-hmm. First John also talks about how that if we hate our brother, then we don't love the Lord. Be- mm-hmm. Because we can't, he said we can't serve two masters. And also, we can't love hate someone we do see, but hate the one, but love the one we don't see. Mm-hmm. Let Charles say, I believe you had something? Yes. As you're talking, promise you mentioned about mysteries. And the reason why the Lord shows and shares us these shares mysteries to us and the Lord was just pointing out to me verse 8 where it says um, I'll read the later half um, later half of this this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and the Lord was just revealing to me that the mysteries of God are not because we earn them or deserve them it's mm-hmm. not because we obtained a spiritual state of knowledge in which we're able to handle it it's solely mm-hmm. the grace of God giving it to us it's not the Lord waiting for a timing to, okay, you have enough knowledge and now these cherries are going to fall off the tree. That's not what's happening. It's solely as the Lord's willing it to come to you and it's because of he has something greater for us in our lives. And that's something that we have to consider that there's never a point in our lives where we can force the Lord into disclosing mysteries for to us. Mm-hmm. It's not, okay, Lord, I've done X amount of good works, Lord, so um, I think that's the first prize, uh, Lord. I'll the take qualified. the one on the left. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. You don't, you don't do a certain amount of uh, actions or quote-unquote good works to get what you want. That's not how it works. And when we come from that perspective, we truly see that Paul is referring to his whole ministry as a whole as a whole um he's referring to his ministry that he has to the gentiles and with the mi- mysteries of god it's not just the one time um something that the lord talks to me about is not just when he's speaking to me in this one instance that is that it's something that i need to contemplate and be meditating on nor is it that one time that's actually applying mm-hmm. it's applying all the time and something that you and dad tell us about often mom is that just because you do something right does not obligate you or relieve you of doing what you already know is right mm-hmm. and the same is true with the ministries of god we have to constantly walk in what the lord has shown us it's mm-hmm. not to show us for this one instance so we can go and forget it later but it's for us to constantly be walking in it and when we have the perspective of okay lord you want to show me this so i can hold on to it forever not just so i can understand enough of it to go tell somebody else about it then mm-hmm. uh, i'll be done with it Mm-hmm. But it's something that a choice that we have to make forever in our lives. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. The mysteries of God are our choice. 
he gave Paul an option. You can go to the Gentiles or you can try to do your own thing and it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Humanity so, always has a choice to yes. follow God or to not. And um, one thing I wanted to say, which I'll actually I can come back to it. What did you want to say, darling? So let's understand the mystery, right? Because in verse three, Paul's writing and he says, the revelation that he, that is the Lord, made known to him the mystery, as he has briefly written already, which means he's already talked about it. So what is the mystery that Paul is writing about? It's the will of the Lord. We talked about that in in the first chapter, right? Mm -hmm. That you would understand the mystery from the beginning, right? And the will of the Lord is simply this, that God would be their God, our God, my God, and we, I, you, right, everyone listening, would be his people. That is the Lord's will, that is his plan, that is his purpose, and that is the covenant that he made from the beginning. Yes. Okay? And in the structure that he gave it would be that he's our father and we are his children. Okay? So Paul is saying, I I wrote about this already. Understand this. Now, that was revealed to Paul by the Lord. And and in 7, he says how and why he received it. And we've been talking about it. It came through revelation by the Lord through Holy Spirit. Right? Yes. He Mm -hmm. says, of which I, in verse 7, of which I became a minister according to the gift of grace God has given to me by the effective working of his power. So it was something that the Lord had planned and purposed at this time to reveal to his servant, Paul, right? After he had been willing to be prepared, right? Or willing to be postured in the Lord in order to be able to receive the mystery and also to understand it so that he can now teach it to others, okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then it gets into what everyone has brought up in verses 8 and 9. Right? He says, hey, I'm preaching and teaching it amongst the Gentiles because this is also part of the plan and purpose. And it's exactly what John, the Apostle John, writes about in the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This is in John chapter 1, the Gospel of John chapter 1. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. All right, but then it says that, dropping down to verse 9, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So John also is writing about the same thing, saying, hey, look, it's not just for the nation of Israel. It's not just for the Jews. All have this opportunity to come and be part of children of God. So when he says he came to his own, his own did not receive him. What's his own? 
And you can look at it two ways. One, his, I'll say his people. And the bloodline, because that's what it mentions here in First John, right? That he appointed, right? Through mm-hmm. the seed of Abraham. Okay? Well, actually extending all the way back from Adam, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get it correct here. It's coming all the way back from Adam, but also through, you know, the covenant and promises he made with Abraham and David and... Right, all of those mm-hmm. those things. But then also, you can look at it and say, well, and, and that is clearly the nation of Israel, right? The Jews. Mm-hmm. But then also, he came to his own. Are we not all his own? Are we not all his creation? Mm-hmm. So he came yes. to his creation. Right? Look at even with the centurion. I've not seen such great faith in all of Israel. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and the, I bring that up because I was during Jesus' time, and Jesus acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. So, there's the, if you will, they're talking about the same thing. This is the mystery. God will be my God, and I will be his servant. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, Paul is writing about that and saying, hey, look, this is not because I'm special. It's because of the Holy Spirit. And this is what I've been appointed to go do, and I can't do it on my own power. I can't do it on my own initiative, my own accord, or my own words or intellect or any of those things. I have I have to do this in the same way I received it, which is through the moving, the working, and the power of the Lord through Holy Spirit. This is why I received it, and this is how I am now able and called to teach others about this great mystery. Amen. So I, I just think that needs a sense that needs to be shared Amen. so we can all understand it because it also applies to our own life. By all means, share the mysteries that the Lord has revealed to you as he tells you to do it, right? Yes. Paul is operating in the same manner. This is also in the will, right? It's not just understanding the will of the Lord, but it's also how to operate in it. And that pattern example is not set forth here in Paul, it's set forth in Christ. Repeatedly, he says, I only say what, the, what my father says. I only do what my father does. Nothing of my own initiative. All right? But then he says, mm-hmm. the father has given me a, what? A command as to what to say and speak. Okay? Yes, yes Dad. Same thing is said about Holy Spirit. And John 16, he'll do nothing of his own initiative. And actually the same thing is said, uh, if you will, go all the way back to Exodus 34 with Moses. And it says how the Lord would share things with him when he was in the tent of meeting and had taken off the veil. But then he put on the veil and he would share what the Lord had commanded him with Israel. The shareable part of that information. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Only that Only that part. Not this is everything the Lord and I spoke about. Mm-hmm. This is what the Lord told me to share with you. Mm-hmm. And yes, akin Dad. to what happened in Revelation with John. Amen. The Apostle John got to see things. And part of he said, oh, shut that up. Don't, <laughs> Don't write about it. Exactly. You can't do that. You know, can't disclose that information. That's not for this time. Mm-hmm. But this you can talk about. Exactly. Because... Like a parent, like a father, right? And we talked about this in a previous episode. Our 
the parents know the children better than the children know themselves. So they know when they're ready, when they're prepared, and to the level and extent of what they are prepared for. Right? Again, we talked about it. I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. So yes, we must all be willing to position, to prepare ourselves, to make ready a people prepared, that we are prepared to receive what the Lord has. Get ready. Be ready. Houston. Okay. Yes, That's for all of us. But we have to, to get this and understand it in order to continue in the next parts, right? Because he's, Paul continues talking about the manifold wisdom of the, of the Lord might be made known. And that, that was his intent. It's his intent because it was the Lord's intent and intention that everybody would know about this. And actually, if you study out the will of the Lord, you'll find it. it's in every book and seemingly every chapter. But the Lord has to reveal it to you. Sometimes it is said plainly, I'll be your God and you'll be my people. And other times it is acted out. Yes, Dad. But it is throughout Scripture. It is the plumb line from the beginning to the end. It is righteousness and justice all contained in there. So we, for our part, have to, yes, understand it, but then we have to be willing to come into alignment with the Lord and His plan and His agenda. Okay? Yes, yes Dad. So, like I said, I sense that was important to bring up because here we are in chapter 3. We're, if you will, roundabout approximately halfway through the book of Ephesians. But Paul is writing about something he wrote in the first chapter. Before we move on and get into 4, 5, and 6, where it talks about the church or the body or the bride of Christ functioning and moving in full power, authority, and with all the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, right? But it might yes. empower and all of those things, all the, the weapons, the armor, the, the things that the Lord has already done and prepared for us to do. And he says, hey, look, this is the beginning thing. Get this. This is vital for you to understand and come into alignment with it. Yes, Dan. Yes, Dan. But even then he says, I'm only able to do this because of this grace that I've received through faith. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the only way he's able to do it. And he has a boldness and a confidence because of his faith in the Lord. So he trusts the Lord. He trusts the Lord because he loves the Lord. So he's put his hope in him. And it's demonstrated by his obedience to carry out what the Lord has given him to carry out. And I will tell you that it's no different with any of us. It's no different with Paul than it is for me and for me than it is with you. This is what the Lord requires of everyone. Yes, Yes, Dan. There's no different standard for you than there is from me, than from Paul, than from Jesus during his earthly ministry. Amen. So let's understand that. And you have a choice to come into alignment with it or to reject it. Yes, Yes, Dan. I I encourage you, admonish you 
to choose life, to choose the Lord, to come into alignment with the Lord fully, fully committed. So that's a choice you have to make for yes, you. Yes, Dad. Yes, Dad. So I know there's a lot to meditate on and let the Holy Spirit minister to you. So we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today. And we thank you for the good things that you have shown us, Lord, so that we can grow and mature in you, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness and your commitment to us, Lord, to help us and to guide us into all truth and show us things to come, Lord, because of how much you love us, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners. We thank you for their family members, Lord, their cars and their houses, and we ask that you'll keep it all safe, Lord, and give them favor with their bosses and coworkers and teachers and whoever they come in contact with, Lord, that they are able to minister your gospel to those that need ministering to, Lord, as you direct and as you guide, Lord. And we thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. 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 And amen. And we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.